<laughs> all right. All right. All right. Fix my head. God, I'm reborn. I'm reborn too. We're starting from scratch. Here we go. It's gonna be so fucking smooth now. Refresh. All right. I'm ready. Welcome to the Dylan and Joe Basement Podcast. We're your hosts, Dylan and Joe. And we're joining you guys today for the first time in what, six months? Yeah. Five months? 26 episodes in. 26th episodes in. We made it to have a, a podcast in real life. In the same we're fucking room. fucking here. In the same room. <laughs> we're here spewing fucking particles at each other like no one's business. Like our new set. Like on your set. Just built it today. Built it today. And we're on our second rendition. (laughs) Two hours in to our (laughs) first 26th podcast. (laughs) A couple hiccups early, but you know, the growing pains. Took us this long to screw it up, like you said. Yep. Here we are. And you'll be none the wiser. It'll look perfect to you, like it's our first try all the time. But it's not at all. It's It's not close. We are are two hours in. We talked about this for a while. This whole goddamn thing (laughs) once before, and we're doing it again. Let's see what it sounds like a second. Is it 11 or 12 at night? It is 11.20. 11.20. A little later than usually. We we start start. at 9. And we didn't realize that we weren't recording. So right. here we are again. And Joe, today, you know, we're talking about a topic that is... Um, what are we talking about today? That's a good question. Um, oh, yeah. I was going to say that all the Amazon noises. What? <laughs> no, don't knock off this fucking speaker, I'm so, man. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to touch it. Yeah. Touch this it. thing's 100 years old. I'm sorry. I'm it's sorry. not. But... Um, what are we talking about today? We're talking about um, a... Talking about Jeff Bezos' multi-billion dollar corporation that's made all of our lives a lot easier. Yeah. Amazon. Amazon. But not the Amazon that 2021 has their heart-ups for. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, we're actually we're talking about like some interest more... So, look, me and Joe... Yeah, we've done cryptocurrency. That's great. Yeah. Do you, you know us better than wait, 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 wait. about Bezos Wait, wait, wait. Just wait. Sure, do you own Ethereum? No. Neither do I. <laughs> Neither does Joe. Um, no Dogecoin here. Doge, Bitcoin. Not a Bitcoin amongst them. Any other coins? No, I don't own any cryptocurrency. Okay. All right, so we did cryptocurrency, but we don't own things, and so the Amazon can never. We're actually talking about Amazon.
we're more biodiverse part of the entire planet lungs of the earth all the good stuff the jungle yeah deep down low yeah uh joe and i joe based on joe basement dylan are more um we're more real about things and we're talking about actual shit that really is actually exists and this is the amazon rainforest it's been here for way longer than humans mm-hmm. so and let's give this a rip we're, we're actually yeah hopefully we hope that because it's it's uh it's Struggle. some say the lungs of the earth lungs so the earth. and and we don't disbelieve in that so it's 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 quite essential to the uh survival of humans plants animals things so um let's give this a rip dude yeah. so yeah Amazon rainforest. So what is the Amazon rainforest? The Amazon rainforest is a section of South America. So there's the Amazon basin, which is the large entire geographical area, but the rainforest inside it is 2.1 million square miles of pure, uncut Bolivian shale jungle there, baby. And like we spoke about before, and I'll say again, it's the most biodiverse place on the entire planet. There's just millions and millions of species all packed into there. And the majority of all species on planet Earth live in the Amazon jungle. Not just a lot of different kinds. Almost every species that exists is in the Amazon rainforest, percentage-wise. It's absolutely wild. So it's crazy. So imagine going to another planet in the future you know in the distance whether it be mars or pluto or, or things you can't see mm-hmm. and then you go to a planet and then you realize that most of everything is in one spot this is that spot yeah it's the earth of the solar system is the amazon it is most everything's here yeah most things are there it's so, crazy yeah. i mean so uh the amazon is so biodiverse like we said it's home to 2.5 million species of insects alone. And that's species. That's insane. Species. So, like, each species each has how many millions, millions of, of critters exactly. per species. We're talking wild shit right now. Tens of thousands of species of plants alone. And again, we'll mention, this is just what we discovered so far. Because every year they're finding a new species of plant, new insect species, all this wild shit. 2,000 species of birds, um, mammals thousands there's 427 different kind of species of mammals 1200 different species of birds 2200 species of fishes and one in five of all bird species in the entire planet lives in the amazon including hummingbirds which people will see pretty much everywhere you are yeah they look yeah you're really lucky to see them because most of them live down there so if you rally rally up five different birds that live on planet earth and you ask them where the hell they're from, one Amazon. of them is going to say the Amazon. Yeah. And yeah. maybe all four of them say, so you never know. Yeah, it's crazy. So, Joe, um, I could ask. Mm-hmm. What's your first experience with the Amazon? I have to imagine it's from watching movies and cartoons and TV yeah. shows and things like that. I mean, I, uh, I've never seen it in real life, and it was well before I watched nature documentaries. You'd watch, like, you know... Things that go on in the jungle movies like... Uh, the jungle. Yeah, like jungle shit. Yeah. Movies yeah. like Anaconda starring Ice Cube and Jennifer Lopez. John Voight. <laughs> Ice Cube and Jennifer Lopez. Joe's first experience in the Amazon. Mm-hmm. That's my Amazon memory. I look back on that. That movie. Yeah. Scary shit. For sure. Yeah. How about scary you? Shit. Uh, it's a great question. Yeah. Um, uh, it's a couple different things. So like um, there's the movie Jungle with uh, the guy from Lord of the Rings. Um, that's a real movie. No, I haven't seen it. Yeah, he's in the jungle. I never saw it, mm. but I, Amazon wants me to watch it. 
Oh, and I know that Amazon it's there. wants you to watch it. Oh my god, dude! Actually, it's, I didn't even guys. Own tail. <laughs> I didn't even think that it was that much. Like, um, it wants you to see itself. Yeah, didn't even think of that. So, um, but yeah, Amazon Prime wants me to watch The Jungle with Viggo Mortensen, Orlando Bloom, Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood. There we Elijah go. Wood is in the movie The Jungle. Mm-hmm. It's clear about that. Yeah. Um, and then, um, and then also, yeah, yeah, books as a kid. Sure. Um, different books about the rainforest. It's about the rainforest. Yeah. Rainforest Cafe. Rainforest going Cafe. To Florida. There you go. Yeah. So like me and my family went to Florida when I was like five. Yeah. Um, we had a great time. Rainforest Cafe. You go, you hear all the bugs, the the birds, the monkeys, the whatever it is, make cool noises. You go, this yeah. is a cool spot that I feel alive. And feel it is alive, alive in these things. It's just so good. It's so, the most alive part in the entire planet. It is. Everything's alive around it's you. It's not quiet. Millions it's of never species quiet. of bacteria. Amazing. There's fish, birds in the air. There's amoebas, little yeah. parasites. Everything is alive around you. Yeah, there's more life per square inch in the Amazon than anywhere that we know in the solar system. It's the yeah. most life. Yeah. And if you want to go have a good night of sleep, you need you need a mosquito net to sleep, to drape over your bed over because there's so many bugs. It's a cool place. This is the life hub of... Of planet Earth, planet Earth. So, yeah. so for me, um, yeah. So obviously, going to Florida, mm-hmm. <laughs> being close enough as sure. a kid. The Everglades um, is his own uh, life-rich climate. It's it really is, yeah. Forest, quite yeah. somewhere. So, um, but it wasn't. That. It was just being in like you know, like Disney mm-hmm. with stuff. Like that. It was like four or five or whatever. And you, you get the feeling of like the humidity, um, yeah. and then you move on to the rest of your life, and then you watch the. <laughs> One time, and then you move on after you go to Florida. You yeah, go, yeah, okay, you go to Florida, Florida five, and, and you, you, grow realize, up. you grow up, the fuck seal out. stuff, alligators, whatever. You move on. Yeah. Um, then there was uh, so many different things like the Jungle Book and whatever it is, and this is like uh, this is all what we're talking yeah. about here. Yeah, Jungle Book like might have been in Africa. Tropical. I can't really tell. It's I think in it's, India, but yeah. Okay, we're in India, but yeah. um, but overall, we're talking this sort of similar climate, but mm-hmm. more importantly, most importantly, and more. Re- world renowned than Jungle Book. Um, the show The River came out in 2010. The River. Yeah. And Put was the this Jungle on Book Netflix or on Amazon Prime? I think before that. It was before that, that yeah. This might have been on like NBC. Oh, so it was on like regular television with commercials? Yeah. They still have that. Yes. It's disgusting. Yeah. Some people who are watching this aren't even that old yet, like uh, Katarina, maybe. Yeah. Is Katarina old enough to see commercials? So she's not knowing commercials. I don't think yet. she watches commercials anymore. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So Katarina, we're not sure that you know what commercials are, but this was a show that had those. <laughs> she still saw commercials. <laughs> like, just now, she doesn't have to watch them. She's one of my biggest now. fans. We have to give a shout out to Katarina. <laughs> shout, um, out. shout out, Katarina. Florida's we, crazy. Yeah, Florida's crazy, but Florida's cool, and we love Florida. But also, um, back when we were kids, we um, had commercials. All commercials, yeah. all the time. Yeah, exactly. Now, how else are you gonna know what? toys to beg for on christmas unless Eggs. you have commercials bombarding your psyche yeah how are you gonna eat for breakfast without knowing yeah. fruity pebbles and lucky charms are on the table you know yeah yeah exactly or blow pens or blow pens <laughs> right? or zoo books Dude, so good or zoo books sick shit so like we love zoo books and blow pens and i was never allowed to have blow pens long story so we'll get that later but anyway so <laughs> that's um, gonna come up later the blow pens chuck <laughs> blow pens were 15 minutes on blow pens I just wasn't good enough because I mean? was the youngest uh-huh, yeah so like my older sister got blow pens 
Well, what, I wasn't allowed to use them because she got them, and I. And that was her thing. Yeah, it was her thing, and I can't use those, so it's not. Yeah. It's not cool. So. Well, at least you got your zoo books in. I did have the zoo book collection in a white mm-hmm. binder. I got from like Walmart. Nice. Get it all together. So, anyways, jungle facts. Yeah, so many animals. I collect a lot of animals. Yeah. In my zoo books. So, um, so long story short, Joe. Yeah. Um, we have the show, uh, the river, mm-hmm. which nobody's talking about right now and they should be it's a, it's a disgrace it. that you don't even know what this is yeah i know um should have been watching nbc when i was 14 years old it was the same channel that dinosaur show was on in 2002 mm-hmm. if that helps you oh no so that's even farther back yeah, no, no 2002 there's this really really good dinosaur show oh but it's the same channel. that came on after like 90 minutes or something mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it was minutes. <laughs> and it was awesome yeah yeah um Dope. And then this dinosaur, so sorry, then the river came on and me and my sister watch it and it was so goddamn good. So this is It's about the Amazon River. Yes. Gotcha. So this is what I'm exposed to about the Amazon. This is my first experience with the Amazon Mm -hmm. as asked you. Busting your Amazon cherry. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, This is a show about a, so it's like this family, they see a guy, like their father is an explorer and he goes missing. You have to find him in the Amazon. He took a ferry down polo shows that but end after one season it was the best show i've seen in my life <laughs> and i've seen the wire i've seen all the jack ryan stuff sure, sure. i've seen the meth one breaking bad breaking bad yeah um the office the office and uh this was the best show i've ever seen in my life scooby-doo scooby-doo from 1970 on i've seen all wow yeah it's better than all that yeah Damn. So it's kind of a tragedy that you didn't have, they don't ever find the dad because the series one season was, ends. They kind of have an idea of that this is there's a wow. it's a crazy story, but like there's a they come out they find the he has a journal they follow their journal and whatever it is and they find this mm-hmm. welded shut door and they open they cut the welds and realize the the thing that's in there is really it's a, it's a um, it's all sounding quite realistic until it's not. Mm-hmm. Is there magic and stuff? Like tribal um, voodoo stuff? No, I wouldn't say it's magic, but I'd say it's more... Um, uh, we're not, not aliens. Um, we're talking more <laughs> of a um, like mystical beast in the Amazon oh, that kills people. Gotcha. That gotcha. isn't necessarily... Um, f- it's not necessarily from this one, but it's just like the Amazon River has a big giant secret. Right. And there's something there that is either a god or something that eats people... And they, they, they captured it, and it, it obviously ate the guy, whatever it is. Right, yeah. But they welded it shut in a metal container. Trying to keep, seal and it off. And they're like, oh, let's get it out, because Dad's in there. And it's like, no, don't do that. Mm. Don't do it. Oh, no. And they, so, that's that's it. So, Amazon-wise, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, I hear you. Is that this is a crazy place with uh, over-diluted coffee water. Mm-hmm. And a lot of animals on top mixed with the show River Monsters. And that's what I know. River Monsters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty transition to... I'm Jeremy Wade. I'm Expert <laughs> Angler. And I'm going into the Amazon. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, because although there is not a mythical beast that we know about that's been swallowing people up and represents the entire Amazon, there are tons of species to be feared within the so Amazon many. rainforest. Don't swim there. No. So... And, uh, so let's, let's run down the species again. Let's do it again, guys. It again. Yep. So I won't start with the other one. I'll start at a different order this time now that we have a second shot of the bite of the apple. Um, but before we go on, do you do you know why the Amazon rainforest, or did you know why before I told you earlier? 
It's called the Amazon Rainforest? No. So, <laughs> so I'll tell you. Tell them. Sure. So, uh, of course, it had many names by indigenous people beforehand, but us living in the Western culture of the modern society, we decide what things are invented, as you often say, by when we figure it out. So when we figured it out, it was in the 1600s, Spanish explorers going through there along the Amazon River were attacked by a tribe of people and they were run off. Now that guy, being a moron explorer as many were at the time, believed that this was a tribe of entirely women. I hear them now. They're coming after us. Wait, you need to pause. <laughs> yeah, the Spanish explorers come in, in the Amazon rainforest. And they're stupid. They name all stuff bad. Kind of like how they named the Yucatan Peninsula. Yucatan? Yeah. <laughs> the Yucatan. Look at yeah. this guy. Call him the Yucatan. Well, it's really the Yucatan. Because the guy asked, he said, Hello, indigenous person. What's this place called? And he said in his language, I don't understand you. And he goes, Yucatan. Okay, this is called the Yucatan. He Are said, you shitting me? He said, Ikutan, which means I don't understand you. So that peninsula is named after I don't understand you because dumb explorers came over and that's thought that's what it's called. That's the most embarrassing thing I've ever heard in my entire life it's about still white called people. called that today. Yeah. I mean, about white people, that is the most embarrassing thing that our <laughs> and this is the same ancestors. Group of people. I'm, I'm not Spanish, but like, yeah, that yeah. is horrible. Isn't it? This is a very similar Yucatan. story. It's like, because, I don't understand you. It's like saying, like, yeah. I don't speak English. Like, this is what this is called now. This country's called I Don't Speak English. <laughs> it's like you're dumb. It's ass. horrible. It's insane. Yeah, well, that's the kind right, of well, that's what it is. So Yucatan potentially means I don't understand you. Yeah, the I don't, and that's nice. actually aptly named. Very cool. Looking back. That's yeah. great. So yeah. very similarly, this guy gets attacked by a tribe of people who he perceives to be all women, probably because they don't have big, fat Spanish man beards, and they have long hair. And they get attacked by them, and they run off. And this guy decides, this is a tribe made of entirely women. And I heard this story in my youth from the Greek myth about the island of a warrior class that's all women called the Amazons. And that's where that comes from. Wonder Woman, different Greek myths, things like that. The Amazons, giant strong women, comes from that name. The rainforest is named after that Greek myth of of all-woman warrior tribe. Mm -hmm. So another dumb name for it. Uh, it's apt now because we're so used to it. Amazon, like it sounds like the jungle. Yeah. But it's really a guy naming it after uh, an old Greek legend. It's just very strange to name it after so that. Weird. Yeah. So I would think that the Amazon story being named after the rainforest, the rainforest was named after the Greek tale of badass chicks God, with swords. Weird. So because that guy is extra dumb, and I got news for you. The tribe wasn't all women. It was women and men. <laughs> so, yeah. Again. Okay. Anyways, that's how they named the Amazon rainforest and the name just stuck just stuck of course it probably has a hundred different names of people who actually live there that's not called the amazon but us speaking english we're gonna call it the amazon it's the name of the world that. So, we have created species of snakes, insects, mm -hmm. animals, birds, all kinds and of stuff. birds. Like we said, most, if you parse it up percentage-wise, and you could pick only one spot to look for the most species on the planet, it'd be the Amazon. Yeah. I mean, zooming out, almost everything that's alive on Earth, species-wise, lives is just in the Amazon rainforest. Yeah. It's not even close. And if a yeah. thousand species in North America, there's a thousand species 
in a fucking mile of the Amazon rainforest as well. This sounds stupid, but me and Joe today went to, um, I think it's called Rattlesnake Hill in uh, somewhere in Massachusetts. Mm. Um, and uh, we didn't see any rattlesnakes. We didn't see any deer. We barely see even saw wolf. a hill. We barely saw a hill. In, saw a chipmunk? We saw. We actually saw just a chipmunk, right? We saw more species of animals on your deck before we left than we did in the woods. Yeah, hummingbird, other Red birds. Red-winged blackbird, chickadee. Red-winged blackbird, chickadees. Some kind of crazy blue, maybe a woodpecker. Kind of yeah, thing. we definitely think we saw a blue a woodpecker and then maybe a blue jay over on the yeah. edge there. But um, yeah, I didn't see a whole lot. Being on the Amazon, different story. Absolutely. So... Um, so the whole thing is the Amazon has, do we cover this already? Cause I forget, like, cause we're recording. Again. <laughs> the second um, time, <laughs> no, I thought we'd go back and forth and talk about a couple of different species that mean the Amazon to us that kind of stick out in our brains. There's so many wild different animals that live there. Yeah. And first of all, I'll go first. First thing I think of, you know, upon me thinking about again is, uh, poison dart frogs, poison That's dart frogs. Amazon. So those little tiny amphibians crawling around those trees there. Um, another nerdy differentiation. Poisonous means if you eat it, you die. Venomous, venomous means if they bite you, you die. They're poisonous. So the frogs aren't going to go after you. So just don't eat them and you'll be just fine. But they're very tiny, about the size of a human thumb. And even one that large has enough poison in its body to kill 10 adult men on its own. So as people might have pictured, the native tribes at the time and still do today, they'll wipe their darts on the backs of these frogs. Put them on a bull dart. <laughs> Great hunting tool. Sure beats having to bludgeon a mammoth to death with spears over the course of hours. You take one dart, and you're dead. Oh, yeah. Too late. Makes sense. I mean, yeah, they're beautiful animals, but they're super deadly. If you try to eat them yourself, I can't imagine that they had yeah, that much Yeah, no go. No bueno. That's a good way to be uh, hunting out in the woods that way. It's kind of an ingenious thing. A lot of people there know the jungle better than anyone else, and whoever figured out first that if you eat this thing, it's going to die, they go, hmm. Why don't we not eat it, but we throw it at other people? Blow dart, yeah. And then go into their skin. And basically, if you get hit with it, uh, with a poison dart out in the Amazon, you're in big trouble because you're, you're not yeah. going to be able to survive. Not good. You can get lifted yeah. out. Uh, they can't exactly call the ambulance when you're deep into the Amazon rainforest, even if they could help you out. So. Yeah, we've all seen I shouldn't be alive, and there's a lot of cases where they're in the, uh, just a mile away from the cenotes in, uh, in mm. Mexico, and, um, and they are pretty much dead dying helicopters looking for them but they're they're like and then then all of a sudden they stumble out onto a beach where there's it's almost a sandals and they're like i'm like literally like clinging to life clinging to life and there's a bunch of people who are like just flew there on jet blue like Mm -hmm. oh wow like this is that this is how close this is to tourist destinations it's like yeah if you go to a tourist destination in brazil Mm-hmm. Like a sandals, which yeah. exists there. Sure. And yeah. then you go a mile in the woods behind the sandals. This is that area. Yeah, but it's, it's so the, It's so funny that you can be at sandals, but if you go just a mile that way, you're in uh, blow dart frog territory. <laughs> and it's just <laughs> you're not in the good. Jungle. You know, like you're, you're in the, the you're really in the jungle. Like in, mm-hmm. you know, like, uh, you know, Frodo was, you know, in, uh, in the, the river. movie The Jungle. Or in the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, the even, river was. Uh, the, I think the main character was uh, the guy from. Um, he's in Jack Ryan. He's also in that other movie about the haunted house. Mm. I forget his name, but he's in. He's in that movie too. No, me either. But guy. yeah, I mean, in, and uh, as we had uh, mentioned previously, I mentioned again that the Amazon is one of the least 
explored areas in the entire planet. It really rivals the deepest, darkest depths of the ocean for how much we've really explored. That's why we keep finding new species every year. Mm -hmm. Even people who are going on serious treks who are coming in from all over to experience it, they only go a couple percentage points actually into the jungle. You can go 1% to 2% deep into the jungle, and you're in it. To actually yeah. go deep, deep within there, you have to be an expert or professional you, this, or someone who's lived there the whole life. There's no way to do it. most people haven't. So, like, yeah. I uh, got really into, like, reading about Overland. Mm-hmm. So, like, Overland um, uh, expeditions are four-wheel drive vehicles that people like to do things like. Um, you can – you. it's been done thousands of times where you can take a uh, Suzuki Jimny from South Africa to Norway. Oh, really? Or the highest point in you know like England, like Europe, mm-hmm. um, going through the Congo, whatever it is. There's like ways to do it. Yeah. But nobody has successfully done it through South America. It's just going from like the Patagonia area, which isn't a country; it's just an area, Patagonia, yeah. um, to essentially America. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not possible. It's just too much but, jungle. And, in but though. even Africa is possible. Yeah, which Even is also fucking Africa through the Congo, the second um, most lush rainforest in the world, being yeah. the Congo, and mm-hmm. that even that's that that's just wild to me. Even that, that you can do, wow! But through South America, you cannot do. It's just uh, too, too dense, yeah, and too unexplored. Yeah, because overland, like it's like, do you take a Ford F one fifty Raptor, which is like this five hundred horsepower like thing that should do anything, yeah, you still can't do it. Wow! Or a nineteen eighty. Uh, Range Rover Defender, mm-hmm. you know those ones that you see that are like the wheels are quite thin, but they're designed for like small trails. Yeah, still can't do it. Damn. Um, in a book I read about a guy who uh, cycled across, he went from like Portland, Oregon, down to Patagonia, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, um, avoided that area completely. Went hundreds or thousands of miles out of his yeah, way east or west to just get around this one part of the amazon that you just can't bike through wow he's on his bike and he's like yeah we can't do it on a bike i mean we can't do it on a um a uh even a definitely not a car uh, yeah yeah you're yeah. like an yeah, bike no vehicle. car nothing just you just can't get through this part it's nuts it's that dense it's that crazy the canopy is nuts mm-hmm. again imagine jungle book which you said is india mm-hmm. um just that's the best way you can describe it. Yeah. Um, that's what it is. Just dense jungle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, even though it's called the rainforest, that's what we think of when we think of the jungle. It's this lush canopy, rich, full of plants and animals as far as the eye can see and as small as the eye can see. Even these microscopic organisms crawl on all over the place. Uh, you mentioned before, it's dangerous even to have an open wound in the Amazon, for example. Yeah. If you get a little fish hook in your arm. Yeah, up here, like you're saying, it's it's all well and good. Clean it off, you're all set. Just put some dirt on it. But um, in the Amazon, it's so rich with life, and so it's a giant petri dish. Yeah, microscopic life. If you get cut open there, you can be infected and have gangrene within an amount of hours. Yeah, literally. And on top of that, you have you have non microscopic life that are like ants that sense that there's a vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, a mammal, organism, or yeah, mammal yeah. organism, mammal, whatever it is that like it's time to eat the blood, and then all of a sudden it's just it's just it's like this Take wild place. So like we didn't mention it yet, um, we mentioned it last time, but um, ninety five percent of the Amazon as of twenty twenty one is not explored. That's just blows doesn't my mean mind. it wasn't touched. It just means it yeah. wasn't documented. Yeah, um, and that's the case here. Yeah. So so we have like records of civilizations throughout Peru. 
um, in other places like Machu Picchu that mm-hmm. are like documented that these are really mapped and explored. The Amazon is just too dense um, to even have that. And in the coming years, it will be no question with sure. like lidar and like yeah, all these ground radar and stuff like that. Yeah. Like we have it, but like right now, it's the last real place in 2021 that really, in my mind, hasn't really been touched besides like um, uh, Western Asia. Yeah, um, I mean, we have satellite imagery of like Western almost China, every single actually, part. I mean, so, uh, all right, of the entire planet, yeah. but that dense canopy that covers the whole rainforest—you can't see through that. You got no idea what's going on down there. Yeah, it's bad. It's really, it's crazy, and like you can't do it from airplanes. Like, um, it's 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 quite wild. You got to go through there and bushwhack yourself, which is bushwhack yourself, said man. Done. Yeah, your machete, and uh, enough food to last you the way. Yeah, obviously the easiest way to go through it for the most part is along the river itself and that's probably the most explored section just because mm-hmm. of how easy it is to travel yeah. back and forth yeah. as soon as you get 10 feet into the jungle now you're in it yeah. you, know, you better bring all of what you can along with you so another animal I think of when I picture the Amazon is uh, the piranha which is a fearsome <laughs> river monster in itself um, like the like you said before the Amazon uh, river is so thick and dense with light but also so murky you can't even see your hand if you look down to the water so it's terrifying in that aspect the water's not clear at all no it's all, all the way through yeah just like, like we uh, mentioned before we're talking about the um the espresso martini water espresso martini or can't the um maryland um chesapeake bay chesapeake bay comes up a lot in this podcast <laughs> it's kind of again it no blue looks crap. like the chesapeake bay but rapids mm. Most of the time. Or some of the time. So we see the splash that goes bump in the night. Even in the daytime, you can't see in the water. But it could come up and they swarm you over. The anaconda. Um, I'm sorry. Rather, the piranhas. <laughs> piranhas uh, a swarm of them or a school of them can devour an entire cow in an amount of minutes. So what can it do to a it's human wild. body if yeah, you're in trouble? Yeah. To tear you to smithereens and tear you to shreds. Yeah. It's another thing I picture where even though it's an amazing, uh, cool animal. I mean, I'm glad that piranhas exist. They're cool. But I don't want to ever be in the river with one. You'll be lights no. out. One piranha, no big deal. To. But yeah. you're talking hundreds here. At least if you have a huge predator to try to do the kill shot and grab you by the back of the spine, hopefully you <laughs> die fast. Yeah. Piranhas are just tearing chunks of flesh off your entire body until you die. Hopefully well, you go into shock and a, just pass uh, out. You know, a giant catfish is funny. So say that that's how it goes down. Yeah, yeah. You know, you go, hey, I'm, hey, I'm drunk. Let me go jump in this river. Yeah, this big and, old catfish um, the size of a This big catfish like it rips your shreds. You're like, yeah. oh my fucking god, what the fuck? It's you know, and like, Swallow but catfish yellow. is like this miserable. Mm. Sorry, not catfish. Piranhas. I mean, piranhas sorry, yeah, um, just being miserable. Like, it's not funny. It's like mm. that's like actually horrible. It's a bad way to go. Yeah, the like reason why every... supervillains use it in movies as a killing method is just a brutal yeah, way. It's to just brutal. Apart. It's horrible. Terrible. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's the same thing, like, you know, it's like the ant mentality. There's just, like, one ant doesn't do shit. Like, you know, mm-hmm. a little bunch. It's but like, the swarm. It's the swarm. The whole thing. Yeah. We're going to have to teen it to your part. Yeah. 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 Prana's not good news. No. Like, also, I, I slipped earlier, but another thing I think about the Amazon is the biggest snake in the entire world, and that's the anaconda brought yeah. to you by Sir Mix-A-Lot as well as Ice Cube. Yes. Two rappers got in on that game. They love that. <laughs> and unlike the song which is crazy anacondas want you feet. even if you don't have buns honey <laughs> <laughs> they'll eat you they'll yeah, it's yeah they can grow up to 30 feet and they weigh up to 550 pounds as a snake that's almost as big as the titanoboa that we talked about in previous titanoboa though the amazon takes into account a lot of things we've talked about before yeah 
most of the interesting things that we've talked about have come from the Amazon. Yeah, it's and the yeah, cradle Titana Boa. So we're talking a, I think it was what? It was like a four foot diameter snake. Yeah. Um, but its mouth span was like eight feet. Yeah. Um, that was from the Amazon. We talked about like mm-hmm. megafauna. Yeah. Um, this is where that came from. It was totally crazy. So, yeah. So this is the Amazon that we know. This mm-hmm. isn't the Amazon that they knew a hundred years ago or yeah. twenty years ago because things change. Thousands and also with people who are hunting and whatever it is, like mm-hmm. there's more things. So, um, I got a lot of information about like famous explorers that come up that could come up next. Where do you want to go with this, Joe? Absolutely. I'll wrap it up with one more thing I had to mention yeah. one more time. And that's the Kandiru. That's a fish called the toothpick fish, a.k.a. the oh, vampire Oh, we got to talk about the dick fish. <laughs> I couldn't go without <laughs> talking about it again. It's very important. So we got to know what this So what this so fish does. Tell us about this thing. It's a little uh, nearly microscopic fish. It's about the size of the toothpick. And what it's evolved to do is to feed off of the blood of other fish. And as, how it does that is it seeks out the softest tissue with the most blood and oxygen-rich part of the fish. That's the gills. So as the fish is breathing, unlike us, it lets the water pass through its gills. The candiru senses that warm water passing through. It sidles right up to the fish, goes inside its gills, and releases its two sharp hooks that it latches on. And once it latches on, much like a fish hook itself, it's barbed. You can't pull it out without ripping yourself to shreds. So these poor fish have the candiru living among them in their gills, sucking the blood out of them slowly. You can't get it out. And that's not so scary to us that it's, it's we don't have gills, right? But, but we don't like, we don't like parasites. No, 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 we no, don't. no, no freeloaders are no, nature, right? You get hunt for your own food and why it affects humans and why uh, Dylan called it the dick fish is because <laughs> when a, a person is urinating the river, it mimics that same warm water coming through the gills and it has that same meaty, sensitive flesh that gills have. So the can do will swim up your urethra and use those spines in the same exact way and latch on to the inside of your Not dick. Good. And once you get that, I can't imagine the amount of pain you'd be going through in that moment. And what are you screwed at that point? You can't pull it out without tearing your whole well, self apart. The worst thing is it's not enough pain to put you into shock. Yeah, it's just enough so to like, keep you suffering constantly. Have you been in shock before? No. Okay, I have. Mm-hmm. So um it's a blessing. Our bodies have something built into us. It's that, like an evolutionary tool to help you out, right? You don't you can't you can't turn that on unless something really really bad happens. Mm. So yeah, your body sure lets you feel a lot of pain before that happens. They, you're really you know, it's a lot of pain. <laughs> yeah, tell me so, about it. Yeah, right. So we, um, I've been in shock once and I felt nothing. What happened? I broke my arm in half. Mm. I um, yeah, literally. This, I'm trying to look at the video here. This arm mm-hmm. took a nine degree turn down. And I kind it's of opened happen. my eyes and it was like, oh shit. Um, but I felt nothing besides like a pressure. Like yeah. I felt like, it just felt like this. Yeah. But you were and looking down, you could see it was clearly fucked. I was like, this is really, really, really bad. Uh-huh. Um, but but my body my brain said like this pain receptor is off like it shut off mm-hmm. um, basically I kind of passed out from the pain damn um, and I've the, heard that happening in very rare circumstances like one of the most extreme pain people ever experience you get shot yeah things like that you get shot sometimes you don't um, necessarily feel it right because yeah. it's it's too much you can't feel that like if mm-hmm. if you get shot in the arm and you got half of this blown off yeah. Um, 
you wouldn't be able to feel you that. You don't feel that because it's just too much. Uh, yeah. It's just too much. Mm-hmm. So, but I broke my arm. I broke every bone and tendon in my arm, like oh, my. right through. Um, long story, whatever. The whole point is, is that like the dick fish. Yeah. Is it a fish? The candiru. It is a fish. Yeah. It's a fish. It's so not the, the or, dick fish. Yeah. It's a really, it is a fish. It's a very tiny fish. Yeah. Yeah. So the dick fish, um, it doesn't do anything that causes your body to go in that mode. Yeah. Not enough. So, yeah, so right. all of a sudden you're just like, Hey man, dude, yeah, bro. Yeah. I'm have a few, a few all day IPAs and yeah. go piss, piss in the, you're out in the river hanging out. Piss the, uh, yeah. Outside the bar or whatever it is. I mean, like, or, you know, cause that's, rip. If anybody's who've been other countries, it's all the same shit. Like mm-hmm. it really is, unless you go really deep. Like it's it's pretty interesting thing. There's bars, you go piss in the river. Yeah. It happens. There you go. So um then this dick fish swims up your piss line. And as soon as you realize it's there, it's dick. already too late because it's gonna release those barbs and latch on and that's it. Yeah, it's not like you, you can can't pull it out. But, imagine like sometimes this. you find a tick crawling on your body, you can get it before it latches on. By the time that you know the candiru is in your urethra, it's already too late. But ticks crazy. don't even hurt. They have like a thing that mosquitoes and ticks have the same yeah. type of like anesthetic that goes in. That would be nice. The, if dick, the dick fish, fish at least had the courtesy to make you not feel it, but it doesn't. It care. doesn't. So, but but it's not enough pain like a broken arm mm-hmm. to cause you to go into shock. So all yeah. of a sudden you're like, oh, this is the this is a absolutely terrible pain that it's gotta be like a catheter with steel wool on the end just twisting around inside i'd say it's a catheter with um i think it's the type of thing that would do this like it's a it's a barbed catheter yeah i don't know what else to say that's that's what it is it's a living breathing barbed catheter god sorry everybody this is a horrible conversation (laughs) but this happens (laughs) this is what's in the amazon this is real it's amazing there's all these wonderful beautiful species all over you have toucans green parrots all these wonderful creatures and then you have things like candiru because if you have the place that has the most species and the most life on earth you're getting you're gonna have the most amazing and beautiful and wonderful and the most fucked up and crazy so let me ask you so um would you rather have the candiru or would you have a lamprey on your anything I don't know. Can you tell me more about the lamprey? Because I have heard of it, but I don't remember. So I'm not sure if they're in the Amazon, but like it's a similar, uh, 100% parasite. This is a blood sucking thing. And it's a fish as well, right? Uh, Or is it a worm? uh, uh, No, it's a it's a single. uh, It's it's a a lamprey is um, is almost like the oldest thing that we have alive today. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's essentially like this worm. That swims through the ocean, swims swims through. There's a worm, yeah. Lakes or whatever it is, mm-hmm. but it has this mouth that is a perfect circle and has oh, with all the teeth. All the teeth. I remember this. And all it does yeah. is it, it clamps on your neck, mm-hmm. and it just like bites in. It's and a then leech. it's a leech. It's mm-hmm. essentially a very long. It's like a, a, a foot long leech. Oh man! But I'll tell you right right now, a lot of people don't know they even have them on them because they do the same thing as mosquitoes. All right, yeah. Well, in that case, I'd have, to, yeah, I'd have to go with the lamprey. Just, lamprey even though it's yeah. fucked up, just because you couldn't feel up, it. It's fucked up, but you can't feel it. But that I mean, also, dick, man, dude, even, if, even if you could yeah. feel it, if it's all over your body, that's one other thing. But to be literally up your inside dick. your dick and you yeah. can't do anything, it's so bad. To, to stop it, I mean, even if you're trying to get rid of it, you're just ruining your own dick. I mean, fuck that. Not it's good. A nightmare. Yeah, it's really terrible. No, thanks. Yeah. So, um, 
So yeah, I'll so also I wanted to bring up the three toed sloth just because it might come up in a later story. Very important. Another famous Amazonian animal uh, spends most of its life in the trees. It's one of its ancestors being the giant sloth, which is one of the biggest animals Huge to ever existed. Yeah. Lived there thousands of years ago, but not so long ago. About only about eleven thousand years ago to ten thousand years ago, it went extinct, as we talked about in our previous episodes. But the sloths themselves, now unlike us, their muscles are actually built that the default setting is gripping. So it takes a lot of effort for them to actually open their hand up unlike us where it takes effort for us to close it that way they can fall asleep all night gripped onto a tree holding on for dear life just as easy enough it takes more effort for them to actually open it up climb down to the forest floor which they don't do for days on end they live in the trees almost their entire life when they're not sleeping sleeping up the tree eating up the tree the only reason why they go down the tree is the only time that they're susceptible to predators because now they're and they're part of the jungle. They belong in the canopy with all those animals live that go on the ground. Is to take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason they climb down mm. a tree is just to, to let one loose. Well, I think they could just do Makes like sense. a bird and shit up there, but they have more dignity than that. And they climb they're down cool to the ground that, yeah. and they shit on the ground and then they climb back up. Yeah, I've spent some time with a sloth a few times. Um, There's a reason they're named after and they're pretty the, the, the sin of they being seem like, lazy. They barely move at all. But, you, but they're as, so cool. as like humans you can understand sloths oh i get it well you see them and you go like hey this see and they go they just move very 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 slow very slow you go i feel like i just like hold on to you because you're like you're like a. oh they like that too they just want to wrap around you like a tree but it's not weird for me like i feel like it's like another human yeah i like but also because they move so slow their metabolism is super slow too which means they don't have to be constantly eating they're like the opposite of a hummingbird or like the opposite of me when i bike with anyone but you (laughs) yeah So, all right, so here's where I'm at, Joe. So let's get into the, let's explore our Amazon. What are, what's the mysteries and all the crazy shit that goes on there? What here's did you my, hear about? Here's my favorite thing. Right, so besides the show The River, which is like a fantasy thing. Like it, yeah, it's, it's, it's made it's, up. It's, 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 it's made up, but it's, it's not too far from reality. And it shows what it's like to spend time on the Amazon River. Mm-hmm. That's the best thing about that is that it's, it's, it's rough. You're on an old... Um, uh, like old ferry, it's a little rusty. There's sure. things like you're not living the lavish life, and I love that because that's yeah. what I strive for. I really do. You're getting in the nitty gritty of the the jungle. Yeah, yeah. You feel alive mm-hmm. because you're in the place that's alive. Yes, and I love that. So that like, uh. doesn't mean that you have to get onto a. You know, this isn't the place for for most people. This mm-hmm. is a place for people who want to experience, um, who find value uh, in. Uh, adversity and hardships you have to and have I love value that. in that if you're gonna go to the amazon for sure right because life's about that it's it's, yeah. it's not don't you know like there's so much life that is about like the hardships and, and the amazon will test every single portion of that if you decide to do it right which makes me want to go there anyways so um a guy a guy that i'm quite uh, um interested in did that okay that's about. and this is what i want to talk about so um the year is, uh, let's just say that, so it's at the end of the year. It's 1925. Okay, yeah. Um, and that's the last time we heard from Percy Fawcett. So I have. Yeah. Percy Fawcett, yeah. Percy Fawcett went missing in 1925. 
but he started his expedition in, like, what, 1906? Early 1900s, yeah, and it was before. And he was born in the, in the mid to late 1800s. Mm-hmm. He's a, Br- a British, British uh, cartographer, I think, yeah. Um, he was a British guy who was... Certainly a British guy. ...commissioned to be a cartographer. Gotcha. Um, so the, there was a couple different, um, organizations, mm-hmm. um, specifically the one that's the most important is the Royal Geographical Society. And... Those British, everything's fucking royal. For royal. Them. Yeah, exactly. So, um, overall... If they had a NASA, it would be called the Royal Aerospace Program or something like that. R.A.P. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do they not have an aerospace Rap. They don't have it. They don't have, they have the RAF. Um, yeah, the they, they don't Air launch Force, rockets but... though. Oh, India, uh, India, China, yeah. America, yeah. Russia. Yeah, yeah. They don't have one in Britain. Also, you probably couldn't launch a, a, a rocket anywhere in Britain and not hit a bunch of clouds and shitty right. weather. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not a good place to launch one, but like yeah, yeah. Kazakhstan is, uh, you know, close enough. I mean, it, it mm. would take you. I'm sure that the British have their interests, but they just don't have their own space program yeah, yeah. like we do. Interesting. Because, yeah, they have enough money for it. Yeah. But yeah, it would be called like the RMS go bing, bang, boom into the sky. Yeah, that'd be kind of dumb. Land. Anyways, I'm getting off. They here. might have some people up there, but... I think they have people up there, yeah, but they have that's to kind go of, to use, other countries. They use China, uh, yeah. you know, America, Russia, yeah. Russia whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get it. So, India. Yeah. So, um... So anyway, so, so Percy Fawcett. Percy Fawcett is a mm-hmm. guy that the, um, uh, yeah, yeah, Royal, um, what did I say? The Royal Geographical Society in 1906 uh-huh. sent him out to go basically map the Amazon. Yeah. His job was to go there, create maps. What the hell's going on there? Give exactly. us the Carto- Cartography mm-hmm. equals creating maps. Yeah. Or studying maps. Mm-hmm. One of the two. Um, and, uh, he went there multiple times and, and during those times, um, there was a lot to it, but he has decided, he, he said that he has, he personally killed a 62 foot long anaconda. Damn. So that would be um, twice as big as the, the ones that we, we know about What we think is now. there. Yeah. Um, a Bolivian milta and a giant spider. Mm-hmm. So these are basically take everything that you see about, I don't know what a milta is, but multiply them by times two. Yeah. So... Um, so like anaconda, the biggest anaconda you can find, double that. Biggest, whatever the milta is, I'm not sure what it is, but it says the milta. And the yeah. giant spider. My research um, laptop is on the floor there, so we can. It's okay. Yeah, it's everyone just Google these things yeah, as it's you on go. We'll, so, put, we'll put a picture up of all of them. Obviously. Yeah, they, mul- they, they they basically uh, Percy Fawcett like he said that he like captured or killed these things. Um, in the early 1900s, before 1925, it's so like 1906 to 1925, basically. Mm-hmm. So that he killed these things. Um, They're crazy, and like, yeah. um, but didn't have any evidence. Mm-hmm. So did you do it? We're not sure. Um, but uh, he also found dogs with double noses and uh, and a bunch of shit. And he also found a, uh, uh, you know, basically the you know a lost city essentially that looked like el dorado based off of the manuscripts that he found that said this is a place where to find interesting because for hundreds of years a lot of explorers in south america were looking for just such a city the lost city of gold being el dorado here yeah yeah, exactly much like on the same ilk as atlantis we've kind of been like there's some evidence of that existing i can see what people go after it but we haven't found any such city as el dorado as of right now no we haven't 
And um, and the crazy thing about Percy Fawcett is that like there's just there's more to this than we can possibly understand hmm. or not understand but just uh, just validate. Yeah. So um, I don't know if you know, but I'm gonna ask you. Sure. So what? What is like a prominent feature of Atlantis? Underwater. Okay, before it was underwater. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we would say it was a more advanced civilization than others at the time. It was the most advanced civilization in more the world. Vague. That's all what I did, got. What did it look like? How was it laid out? Don't know. I have no okay. idea. You, you might. If you want me to do the big giant grid shield thing, yeah. I'm not going to do it. You can you can say it. You're you can't make me say it. Circles. Concentric circles. Circles. Okay, I wouldn't have said that in 100 years. All right, but you knew that, though. So, like, that's a, that's a thing that is, like, mm. in Atlantis, like, Plato thing is that these are circles. It's, like, it's like a small circle, bigger. Like, it's just going to get bigger. Okay, Concentric yeah. circles. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so the thing with Percy Fawcett is that, it, it, you know, like, years later after his death, um, that area he was in has concentric circles. Well, after his death, is, isn't that up for, up for debate, too? I mean, we assume he died and the, the forest claimed him, but we he's never he been died found. We assume he in 9 to 25. He was there never heard from again, right? Yeah, so, like, we'll get there in a second. But oh, like, okay. Um, but overall, like, so the whole point is that, so this is what happened with him. Mm-hmm. He went to the Amazon multiple times. Right. And then World War One happened. And he was a, uh, he was a, um, officer. Yeah, a colonel, uh, I think. It, right, so. Yeah, yeah. So, so post. Maybe he got promoted as. You go, basically go from sergeant, something, whatever it is, to like officer in the British military. Mm-hmm. And, um, he got fucked up. Like he was, it, he was dead balls in war one, the trenches. Yeah. Um, he really saw combat, whatever it was. And then sure. he moved on from there, um, during, so he explored the Amazon Basically told the Royal Geographical Society, or whatever they're called, that mm-hmm. this is a place we got to go back to. I'm a, I, I did There's cartography more to be or whatever it's called. There's more here than I can even yeah. ex- experience that I can see that there's something. There's like society. You can't just that do one raft down the river. Essentially and see thousands of years. Sure. Um, and if you guys go, you'll get killed. So for me... Um, these tribes that I've encountered, mm-hmm. I have to give them gifts the right. whole way through mm-hmm. to secure a safe passage. Yeah, because if I don't, they'll kill me. So I say, "Hey, thank you for having me in your territory. Mm-hmm. Here's a gift from Europe. Here's you know." And if you don't do that the whole way through, they'll just shoot an arrow in the fucking neck and you'll die. Sure, because there are You're there's in their the, place. even the the uh, Royal Geographical. Um, uh, so yeah, Royal Geographical Society, whatever it was, they they, they don't. Like this is how you do this. Like you can't just go there and like be like we're gonna take over as like the 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 Spanish did. Yeah, um, not happening. Mm-hmm. So um, so he did. That. Then World War One happened, and he was already in the military. Got commissioned through the military. Spent four years on delay. Yeah, through the war to be a whatever it is came on back. delay on delay. And he was already kind of yeah right. So he's already kind of old. He was already older at this point. He's in his forties or fifties. Damn yeah. Went through the war, didn't die, but you know, saw combat. Was pretty fucked up, man. and then went back. Making through World War One is almost as impressive as making through the Amazon, man. People were getting even killed. worse. Yeah. So, um, so after World War One, he, um, the government wouldn't fund him anymore because they said this is what they said, mm-hmm. which is the craziest thing is that they went to the Amazon, um, and they knew that these structures existed. 
that were similar to like um, I rather there those geoglyphs and things that we talked about in the past, like these large structures into the into the earth itself. That say, oh, there might have been yeah, a larger like society. those concentric circles, yeah. or like um, Machu Picchu. Mm-hmm. Again, we're going more south, but like yeah, yeah, but like but that a similar type of, type of stuff. Thing, yeah. We're having things here where it's like. This has been overgrown for a thousand years, mm-hmm. one thousand years. Yeah. So you can't imagine there's things there, but they realize they look like big mounds. Yeah. It's a big mound. But they, he was they positing that there was this a, is a this was a major a civilization that existed there. Yeah. In the middle of the Amazon rainforest. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So he went back there, but not only that, he to get through there, he took the um, strategy of having discipline towards being humble. Mm-hmm. So he saw on the Amazon river going, that place will humble you. I'm sure. Uh, so. No matter what, but, but yeah. overall, overall not going like, I'm going to white, I'm a white person who's going to go kill everybody. Yeah. He said, just hey, all the animals. How do I have to get right? <laughs> what do I need to do to get through here? And they said, you know, like he's being humble about the whole process. And then Seems he, smart. and basically we need to give you things and you'll let us pass. Okay. Yeah. Um, because that is their land. Mm-hmm. And then he went back to the Royal, Geo- Royal Geographical Society and said, hey, this is the situation here. Yeah. Um, and they said, um, you're a piece of shit loser. And they're a bunch <laughs> of... And they... He wasn't just the... Um, what's the word for this? Um, boots on the ground, like stomp out, like... Like I'm gonna go take over things. He he went there very humbly and said, right, like, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna work with you guys, mm-hmm. and I don't want to disrupt anything. I just want to like, yeah. kind of realize what's going on here. And and what's you know, there was a book in, in a movie. Sorry for the book called Lost City of Z. And Percy Fawcett. That's what I have on here. Lost yeah. City of Z. Yeah. So Percy Fawcett went down there and almost immediately realized that there. So at first they were savages, like I said. Mm-hmm. This is a savage place mm-hmm. where there are, there are there are humans here but they're savages he went down there and realized that these are smart them. fucking people right yeah who they have thousands of years of intelligence put into their brains passed down through word of mouth mm-hmm. and and essentially scripture and rock um it to, sounds like people could have been residing there for thousands of years before anyone even migrated to europe there was you know people living yeah. in there these people know what the fuck been is around up. for a long time and um and again so Exactly. So, like, so you have Mexico and you have Peru. That's kind of like the you know where in between there, where there there is Machu Picchu, and then there's also like the ruins in Mexico. So, yeah. um, this is somewhere in between there, but way more dense. Um, and he goes down there and he said, and he basically went down there for the first time and said he went back to the Society of Geographical whatever the fuck and said, um, hey, we're just a heads up. I went down there and I did some sort of thing like give and take. These people, and they, they are, these are natives who are quite intelligent and uh, we shouldn't fuck with them. We should like, like, ex, like not exploit them. Yeah. We should help them and learn more and just leave them alone. And they said, yeah. you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. And That's you, not know, what we you do. don't know shit. Yeah. You should go there and kill them. Yeah. And take over all their land and property. Yeah, take advantage of them. That's what we do. That's we're what we do. For yeah, hundreds we're, of years, we're, we're going to keep doing it. White fucking pieces of shit from Europe and we're going to yeah. go do that. Prince and he that. said, this is like blasphemy, basically. Mm-hmm. So he went back there and went there again to just double check. Came back, said, look, seriously, this is not a place we should fuck with. Yeah. These people have been here forever and yeah. they know what is up. 
they said you're a dumb fuck they're savages mm. um and then world war one happened and we already went through this part get okay. us back to the 1920s he's okay. back there for the last time we never he even went heard back it. there he went missing okay he went on private funding Okay, so, yeah. Sorry. So, so now they're not, not sponsoring him anymore. He's going to go himself. Rather. Government's not funding. He's private funding basically okay, yeah. by the media. Yeah, okay. Essentially, um, like primary source media, like the type of things that would like report on this said that we're going to give you like so much whatever it is to go back there and do this. Sure. He yeah. went there with his son, Jack, his and his son. son and his son's friend who was named, um, uh, his son's friend was named Rowley. Him and Rowley went back there in okay. 1925 or 1924. Gotcha, right, right. Um, right yeah. To go really, really genuinely find El Dorado because based off of, there's an, an ancient, like a uh, hundred year old um, map that said this is where El Dorado is, Lost yeah. City Gold. Yeah. Um, but more importantly to him, he didn't really care about that. He was yeah. just really cared about, like, there's a really sophisticated, intelligent yeah. civilization here in the middle of the Amazon. And I'm going to go find this. It wasn't even about El Dorado for him. In the yeah. movie, in the book, both don't talk about El Dorado a lot. Yeah. They talk about his genuine, intrinsic motivation to see what is here in this yeah. place. Not El Dorado. And gold, it, not gold. It was yeah, just like he gold. wants to see. But him naming it as this civilization that might have been there for a thousand years as the lost city of Z. He wasn't thinking this is the city of El Dorado that people were talking about. He thinks I got a, I got a different thing here. This is the real deal. Yeah. Not the mythical, magical thing. Mm -hmm. It's a real civilization that's been here mm -hmm. in the throes of the jungle. Yeah. Gotcha. Exactly. And just a side weird note, it would be the city of Zed for him. All he's right. from from Britain, yeah, Britain. city of Zed. Um, city yeah. of Zed. So, um, so he goes there with his son, who was probably in his twenties at the time, and his uh -huh. friend, uh, Rally. Same thing in their twenties. Gotcha. They go there. They go explore things. They wrote letters back to their mother and wife mm. at the same time, and everything sounded pretty good. They said they're going to go into a territory because they had just like Mount Everest, they had guides with them the whole way. You need them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so they had natives including animals like donkeys and horses or whatever it is throughout the whole journey. Probably sure, more donkeys. Um, and then they hit a point where that was not a longer an option. Right. So they said, basically the last letter we heard from Percy Fawcett in 1925 was that we're going to go this way, never heard from ever again. Right. Him, Rally, and Jack. Never heard from yeah, again. Even, even the younger guys, too. Gone. So speculation comes from that there's multiple different things that happen to him. Mm. And let's get into that. And one, what do you think happened? <clears throat> I'll tell you Before a couple. I get my two cents I'll tell you a couple of different things. So there's a genuine, um, real modern 2020 um, uh, lidar. So like, um, not lidar. Is it um, GB, GDPR? So ground penetrating radar right. that shows that that area has concentric circles, mm -hmm. like Atlantis. This isn't. I don't believe this. I personally do not believe that the Atlantis is in the Amazon. I'm 100 percent believer of not that. Mm -hmm. um, but how can it sink into the ocean if it's in the middle of the jungle? You know what I mean? Well, I don't know. But anyways, either, either way, it's not there. Yeah. It's probably in the Mediterranean. Um, you know, what 3,000, 5,000 miles from there. So. Um, not that other side of the world yeah overall Percy Fawcett was onto something big time he said this is like a there's people the natives here really know their shit mm -hmm. um, there's a real civilization here that's not the Peruvians or the Mexicans that have like Teotihuacan or um, uh, Machu Picchu like those are the two areas yeah. so um, he uh, so they basically basically 
my conclusion on Percy Fawcett and is not a good one. So he was probably killed by another native tribe. Arrows the neck, dead, dead zoe. Um, most of them have to, basically the, the standard there is to offer them. Mm-hmm. If you go to a certain point, you offer those that, that tribe something so you can move on. Yeah. They might get to a point where they hadn't have any resources, so they basically said, well, fuck it, we're going to try, and they got arrows. We're at their mercy. Basically, arrows through yeah, the neck, no they all mercy. died. Yeah, or they're clubbed to death or eaten. Or poison darted to death. Poison frog darted. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. other other theories are that they, um, Percy Fawcett became a uh, you know leader of a tribe who was a cannibalistic person or whatever it is, or, or they found oh, the Like Apocalypse Now, he became the ruler of that time. Dude, dead balls. Perfect yeah. example. Apocalypse Now, now, best example ever. That type of thing. But overall, he's probably likely just killed by another tribe. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, and that's that's likely what happened to him. And there were some bones that were given by a tribe that said, this is Percy Fawcett. They turned out not to be him. Um, Shocker. But... but, yeah, you're in the Amazon. Like, I mean, you find some human bones, give me a break. Yeah. You know, it's probably not the one guy you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not a chance. So, likely... He was killed, but also he's a uh, the type of guy that I want to spend time with because he definitely went there and said like, "Hey, I'm not, I'm not like, I don't have any value from this. Like, yeah. this is what I saw, mm-hmm. and I love that about this guy. Yeah, I and he came you. back and said, "This is what I saw. The school thing is here. He also saw things like I said, a double snouted dog, mm, um, that's a sixty. Well, no, it's not." Because it's actually, it's not, no, he didn't see a dog. There's not even dogs in the Amazon. He didn't see a dog. So the double snout. He did dog. not see a dog. Okay. There's, no, there's no animal that, like, sort of has, like, a double thing. Mm-hmm. He Does saw, he call it a double snout dog? I forget they said it is, but it's not a dog. He saw, some, he actually saw something that was, looked like that, but it wasn't a dog. Gotcha. And there's another animal out there that has that look, that is dog, it's, like, 100% real. Mm-hmm. He just thought it was a dog, it's not a dog. Um, but all, he went there and said, like, hey, these, overall, the most important thing, these people are real. Yeah. They have a good thing, and um, this lost city of Z is uh, or Z is real. And yeah. the most important thing is the entire time in his diary, he documented stuff, uh, artifacts or whatever. It is. Yeah. So the lost city of Z, he probably was he was probably stepping on it the entire time. Exactly. It's just that it's a thousand years, two thousand years, it's buried by jungle, buried, yeah, just like Machu Picchu was. It was a big yeah. bunch of grass. Until mm-hmm. they started digging it out, yeah. um, he was because pr- he found clay pots and stuff the whole entire time. Yeah. So he's looking for the lost CSC, but probably the entire time he's probably stepping on it. That's well, my it, that's it, my theory on him. Because what I from what I found about him is that basically at the time people kind of thought that he was blowing things out of proportion. He told a lot of fantastical tales of killing giant beasts and all this crazy shit that didn't fucking happen. He didn't kill a sixty foot snake. He probably killed an anaconda, and it was probably amazing. Mm-hmm. You don't have to exaggerate to make it real. 30 feet lot. seems like 60 feet. Sure. If you're killing it. Of course. I'll tell yeah. you that. Yeah. Of course. But you I mean, you don't have to exaggerate when you're telling the truth about a tale, but when you're trying to sell the fact that you're having to explore this place more and more, you have to sell it to the people who don't know it. And I think that he did a lot of exaggerating as far as trying to make it more seem more fantastical than it is. So they let him go back and try to find this city. And I think that he really did believe that there was a lot of civilization there. A lot of people dismissed him for many, many years, but it, because of the technology we have now, it seems more likely that he actually wasn't bullshitting about the lost city, that there very well might have been something there. And it's kind of narrow-minded to think that there couldn't have been. Yeah. And, yeah, there's a lot of 
evidence of you know geoglyphs and different you know things that are within the jungle which would be very difficult to find with the technology you had back then so i i immediately thought this guy's you know another yeah like apocalypse now i'm gonna run the the jungle and make all this crazy shit look at me i'm running they're not savages we need to respect them but i'm the king of them because i'm an intelligent white guy in the river and i'll figure it's all out and there's really a magical thing and send me back there's 110 guys who said send me i need to get the fountain youth send me back over here right now they were dead fucking wrong sure so i i think that you have a slightly more um rose-colored view of him than i do but i do think that's interesting that even people who were his contemporaries didn't believe him because they thought he was exaggerating but it turns out that the more evidence comes up the more right he very well be so maybe he was um in a section that was the lost city of mm. Zed or Z, and we don't know it, and we won't know it for many years because of how difficult it is to parse through the yeah. dense, thick forest. I mean, maybe 10 years from now, me and you will be looking at back and you'll be laughing, saying, I know, it's right there, it's like I said. Yeah. But we don't know yet, because <laughs> in one month, you could lose a, a house in the in the jungle. It would just be overgrown. Never mind thousands of years of ancient cities. It would be very difficult to find it again. It's not like in the desert, where... It's either there, it's not for a thousand years. It, this whole thing grows over and it becomes, you become part of the rainforest. It takes you back into it. So I think it's really interesting shit. It is. And just, so you brought up like something that I didn't think about. Like, mm. so Apocalypse Now, it's the same thing. Like Charlie Sheen had to, <laughs> Charlie Sheen, right? No, that's Platoon. This is uh, Apocalypse Now is when Colonel Kurtz goes into the jungle and they hire Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen, sorry, okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry, to go Martin. find him. Yes. And okay, he arrives so, and realizes that he, he's, goes he's up now the, the king River. Of, he's the king he, of the jungle exactly. now. Exactly. Yeah. But, but to be the king of the jungle, he has to, to become make one. friends yeah. each step of the way yes. with those people. Yeah. So Percy You're Fawcett at their had to do it. So the, he basically, Percy Fawcett saying that there's no way to do this gotcha. the right way. Unless, sure, you want to go in there with the army and kill everyone? Fine. But, not, you can't win that way. But that's horrible. But if you want to do this the right way, mm-hmm. you have to be per, you have to be Martin Sheen and mm-hmm. go in there and work the system to get to the heart of the system. Right. Which is why Percy Foster did it. So like, there's a lot of obviously conspiracies that he became a uh, the leader of like uh, another um, tribe yeah. in there. With this kid, I don't and know. whatever. That, that like, reeks to me of like old-fashioned movies and stuff. Where yeah, the, totally. the white man there's comes no, there's and goes, absolutely oh, I'll zero, be your king now. Zero. I don't believe it. If anything, if he was living amongst them, I could see that. But I don't think he's being probably the king of anything anytime yeah. soon. One of them is like he went mental and became like the leader of an cannibalistic society. I, I mean, it's all kind like of explanations. But I, mean, I think no Occam's really Razor, he died in the jungle. It yeah. didn't have to be even, <clears throat> even killed by another tribe. They could have just died. The jungle could have taken them. They can't send a text message home to say, by the way, my leg's falling off and an anaconda yeah. got me. You just die and almost get consumed al- by the jungle. Almost always, if you can, if anybody has any like perspective on things, the best way to go about things that I've found at 30 years, mm. 29.6 years is, <laughs> yeah. uh, sorry, at 29 and a half years, is that like you need to... Um, the most simple explanation is almost always the real case. Occam's razor. I so, totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, the simplest like, is most often the solution. Yeah. Not exactly. always, but almost always. More often than people like to admit. I'd say almost. I'd say 
99.8% of the time, whether it be mm-hmm. stomach pain or a lost English explorer in the Amazon. Right. No he probably was killed by natives. Mm-hmm. Not very well could be. he did some sort of crazy shit. It mm-hmm. could happen. Or he found the lost city and he's been lost there ever since. Yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. So, um, and that lost city of Z is probably real. It just is is wildly buried by like expansive well forestal growth or whatever. Yeah, it is. So be like, so difficult to find. Yeah. So the Amazon is a place. Me and Joe would. Um, I'd love to go there with you, Joe. I mean, if we go to Brazil, um, I would be pretty right. scared to go. But I would be so tempting not to. We'd go be fine. There. Yeah. As long as we go together. Of course. It would be okay. I also have one more mystery for you. I don't know if you saw this during your your studies. Is of the the Mapinguari. Have you heard of this? You pronouncing it right? I think so. Mapinguari. I think so. That's cool. Yeah. No, I don't know. So it's basically the Amazon's version of Sasquatch. No shit. No, I didn't know what the sale. Yeah. So it's a tale that's been passed down for countless generations. People don't even know how long people have been talking about it. But it's a large, hairy humanoid creature that lives within the Amazon Makes fucking sense. Right? It's the only place that they should exist. Yeah, right. But it's also famous for its smell. It's supposed to smell so terrible that it would make people vomit if they even witnessed it. Like, it's if you were good, close enough to see move. it, you would, you would, you would puke, which kind of reminds me of the Florida Sasquatch, which is its skunk ape, mm-hmm. the large, hairy... Uh, yeah. So it's very similar in that way. I don't know if you heard about that at no. all. It's pretty interesting to me. So I've heard a different, couple different explanations of it. Like, you know, obviously it could just be that the Sasquatch myth that we have and the right. Americans have. Things like that could be their version of that. But mm-hmm. it's miles apart. And it could just be this, a similar way. But one of the explanations I heard that was kind of interesting is that it might have been a tale talking about the giant sloth while it still existed. They smell. I, I, I'm sure they don't smell they good. Do. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you think of the, the sloths now letting everything grow on their back, but that they, um, and they went extinct 10,000 years ago, but if there was even a couple left mm. over the past couple thousand years, people could tell tales of them, and perhaps it was passed down from generation to generation, and they're talking about a giant, you know, furry creature in the woods that no longer exists, but it doesn't mean it never existed. I just thought that was an interesting thing, that they have a, a Bigfoot in the Amazon, too. That I never the Mapinguari. No, yeah, so, I never thought that. I didn't there's know enough that scary that. shit in the Amazon without having a Bigfoot in there, but that would be yeah. wild to find that there too. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, the Amazon Bigfoot. Yeah, I didn't know about that. Yeah, interesting. Because I know like Ogopogo. Sorry, Ogopogo is more of like a logged monster, but like yeah. every most places have a. They all have their version Bigfoot, of it. Right, but yeah. I didn't know about that one. That is weird that they have Bigfoots all over the world, though. Yeah. It's like, there's only one of them in each place, but it's like, we all have our own Bigfoot. Yeah, I remember those, like, genuine sightings, like, they saw something. I've never, I mean, personally, I'm about you, but, like, I've never seen, honestly, anything in my entire life that is paranormal, ever. Me neither. I've heard one thing one time, but I've never seen anything that was, like, wildly out of, uh... Out of the realm of like yeah. possibility. I mean, I think it would be super interesting and terrifying, but I think that's pretty normal. That's why it is paranormal, right? Because it's it's outside of the normal realms of reality. Mm. And I suspect that even people who have seen strange things are probably mistaken for the most part. And wait a minute, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> But yeah, I think if we're, we're going to wrap this bad boy up, but I would be remiss without at least mentioning the fact that the Amazon rainforest is being destroyed. 
by humanity. So that's the, sad. So our I don't pod- want to harp on it, but I think we at least well, talk about we it. We have to because yeah. like the whole a big part of this podcast is mm. that like don't there's nothing to do besides like so like we have multiple threats to the amazon rainforest that has to do with like global warming sure yeah climate uh, change. Deforestation, deforestation um farming with like cattle yeah i mean um, most of the deforestation is just to make room and for farming drugs for and whatever so so yeah, yeah, yeah i'd say like yeah like i said like like most of it is for to bring cattle and quite frankly palm oil mm-hmm. palm fruit is a big thing Oh, um, there's thousands of go look in your goldfish pharmaceutical ingredients that are found in the rainforest that we use every day. And palm is the biggest one. So like palm oil, that it's not like it's not what we think it is. Like, mm. um, so goldfish doesn't have palm oil in it, but like a lot of other, the, the 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 word is out on palm oil, but like it's mm. it's a Amazon Amazonian thing where they um, you know deforest you know thousands of acres and then grow palm plants. Gotcha. Not necessarily the palms to get a church, but they're like palm fruit uh-huh. um and they convert them into oil and they um yeah it's terrible it's absolutely terrible and then on top of that cattle um and this is not the place so is it yeah. the lungs of the planet people can debate that like mm. the you know the, the right now, i think it i think it is even though like you're saying before that most of the, well, it's the green oxygen is the, uh, the, the algae doing yeah. it but we're not going to be cutting down the ocean, right? The ocean's going right. to be the ocean. We're going to destroy that in other ways, like filling it with plastic the ocean's and climate fucked. change. Well, and um, boats dump their yeah, all exhaust like in there. It's but, like, I mean, as far as the the, the, the transition of it, it has... The Amazon disappeared, it's bad. It holds 10% of the entire entire carbon footprint of the entire world. It soaks and that all huge. in. Yeah. Let's say, I mean, 10% is enormous. And yeah. they think they that around 10 to 15% of the forest from when it was first in its original state before humans started fucking with it too much has already been destroyed and once it gets to 25 to 30 percent it might be irreversible forever and that might not just affect the most biodiverse beautiful place we've been talking about the amazon but the entire globe it's screwing us all over so you can make a couple extra dollars on cattle i thought it was interesting that it's bad it's been estimated yeah. by agricultural and economists that you can make about $300 per acre on a cattle farm in the Amazon, which is a good place. You're cutting it down and make some money for yourself. But an untouched portion of the Amazon, if harvested correctly for all its plants and sustainably resourced, you get $1,000 for the same plot of land. So instead of burning it, they just cut it and burn it all down. Use the plants, use the soil, regrow it, and you can still maintain it and own it, mm. but use it as it is. It's fine as it is. You don't have to, they literally just burn millions of acres to the ground every year you can look at satellite images there's always fires going because they're just burning it to the ground which is even cutting it down is bad but just burning it at least use what is there it's just so lazy and such short-term thinking to be like let's make 10 more farms this you know governor this business can make a couple extra million dollars a year and then in 10 years we'll have nothing left it's just sad yeah, so. it's sad, sucked up, and like each yeah. tree has monkeys and birds. And yeah, never mind all the like, animal species please that are fucking being destroyed. Stop. Yeah. Like the animal species, like they deserve to have a fair chance, and this isn't fair. I mean, and on top though, of that, you yeah. have like the the oxygen, the everything that you mentioned, like it's yeah, just carbon. It's the carbon in the atmosphere is not going down anymore. Yeah, the yeah. less and less. Yeah, but even if like we. Uh, even if it's not just like we keep discovering different species every year, imagine all the species we're never going to discover because they're going to die out before we even find them. Like that's even more sad. Yeah, and there's so species many that don't are even know extinct of, yeah. that that are still living among us now that are now dead. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's some species right there. <laughs>
Yeah, I think we should um, wrap this up. What, what do we think? Our final thoughts on the Amazon. Final thoughts are like I um I deeply strive for uh, the feeling of being in the middle of the Amazon, mm. and I'm excited. You really want to go? I yeah. really, really want to go. Yeah. I just want to feel. I mean, we're on here for a short amount of time. I want to feel that like humidity, the smells, the sights, and the, the humility. Sounds, I'm and sure the humility too. and the sounds of like exotic, exotic, which is a funny term because like what's yeah. exotic? But like you know, like oh, we didn't bring that earlier. It's it's supposedly like incredibly loud at night in the Amazon. It's like you can barely sleep when you I first get there because you're not used to it. It's like someone. Yeah living in the middle of Iowa, moving to Manhattan, it's like, the, the sound is so loud, but in the middle of the yeah, Amazon, Yeah, but Manhattan all is all human-made sh- Yeah, yes, like yeah, cars, a, horns. It's an awful sound. You know, it's, but I just mean, it's that it's, similar it's, thing. Like, of like, I get it's it. It's so incredibly loud from all the animals that if you first yeah. moved there, you came and sleep because you're not used to like this, how loud it is at night. Right. Whether it's the, the frogs or the howling monkeys, just, it's just alive all the time. Yeah, which is why like a lot of like our people lived in the Middle East because there wasn't that much. It was just like human noise, which back just then human. was nothing. Right. Um, um, but you go to the, go to the Amazon and it's like, like crazy, crazy sounds. I just, I just, I just feel very, um, you know, come summer when it's like after rainstorm, the ferns are wet, whatever it is. Yeah. Like you feel very like connected to something that is related to you so similar. Like it's like this all, all encompassing feeling. Yeah. I love that. So like going to Brazil again, the, the problem we didn't mention is that like, um, you got to watch out for uh, people who are going to cut your head off. Sure, yeah, that's a, a real problem. I mean, in the Amazon, it's like a it's place, a really, it's hard to really, really problem there. So you know, whatever laws can be broken, can be broken there. Easily. Yeah, so you can be a hippie and go down there as a twenty-nine-year-old and be like, "I'm loving life," and then all of a sudden, it's you're in drug, you're now a drug trafficking yeah. sex slave. Watch out! That that actually that literally can happen, and <laughs> it's like kind of scary, but like, <laughs> um, but overall, like, I'm very interested in seeing like unfortunately the way the, the world was two two thousand years ago yeah and this is the place you can go if you want to see that besides it's one of the few untouched parts, parts of the parts world. of the congo not the yeah. whole congo right yeah. um and that's about it yeah. those are the parts of the world that are like similar but overall this is where um wildlife in every form whether it be humans and indigenous cultures mm-hmm. animals and plants um kind of all are free roaming and the ecosystem is organic in a way that it's sort of untouched yeah based on organic beans untouched so well that means carbon-based life forms yeah right so it's cool like i i, I just strive to see that every day I, you know because like, i yeah. like i like that and we're sitting on you know this table here is this is bamboo it's not from the same place but like it's cool you know we like this we like yeah. this stuff so what do you think joe yeah, I mean, I want to go there. I, I hear similarly. I I'm a little bit hesitant to go there just because of all of the, uh, yeah, all the danger that's there and all the adversity, which is obviously a huge drive of it. But I just have the utmost respect for the Amazon. I think it's amazing. It's such a centerpiece that just means George of the Jungle. <laughs> no, what? No, we didn't talk about him yet. <laughs> no, we didn't. That's a great one though. George of the Jungle. Is he there? The tree. Oh, I I don't know. Or is he in India? Can you tell me? Oh, I think he's probably in Africa because there's a lot of gorillas in that movie. All right, all right, move on. Just want to, I just want to find a movie. So go on. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, just it's a, it's a centerpiece of what it means to be on the Earth. I think it's like a good icon of one of the things you want to like show like aliens of like what's the Earth like? It's like the Amazon. It's got it's got danger. It's got terror. It's it's horrifying. It's scary. It's untouched. It's beautiful. It's full of life. 
it's always living, breathing, it's everything. I mean, the Amazon is like the icon for life on Earth. If we believe the Earth is such a thing as the oceans, the volcanoes, that's all part of Earth, but we value life more than everything. And nothing is a more shining jewel of what life can be on the planet and in the whole galaxy, as far as we know, as the Amazon rainforest. It really is the shining gem of that. As interesting as it is that these, you know, crazy fish that go up in your dick or the biggest snake in the yeah. world or the lost city of Zed or maybe even their uh, their own skunk ape that they have there. That's all well and good and fascinating, but just the idea of what the Amazon is itself is such an amazing thing to me and uh, it's a mystery that's still yet to be unsolved, which we always love to talk about in this podcast. Uh, hope we still keep finding out more, but I'm a fan of the Amazon. I'm a little bit hesitant to go there, but I have the utmost respect for it and the people who... Uh, have been living there for thousands of years. They 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 don't try to conquer it. They live with it, and I think that's the only way to deal with the Amazon. Mm. Much in like the way that um, our our good Colonel uh, did for himself, which is that you can't fight against it. You have to live among the Amazon because it does not uh, it does not deal with people who do not respect it. You must live with it. That's right. So can't I fight. think the Amazon school is fun. Can't destroy it. You just have to. Go with the flow. You have to. Yeah. Go with the flow of the river. As with the flow. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, yeah. that's what we think, guys. We think that's the it's uh, our first live and in person episode twenty six. First live in person, Dylan Joe Basement Podcast here together talking about the Amazon. See you next week, folks. See you next week, guys. We can do the first one of these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's us. <laughs>